Hello, this is Jay Lydon Analysis Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson Lydon. On the f- our first guest, Russell Campbell, will be on in about 10 to 15 minutes, but let's get focused on the draft. I have created a mock draft of the top 10 picks. Here it is. In the 2020 NFL Draft, I believe the first pick, it's, it's pretty much a lock in my opinion. I think the first three picks are locks, but we'll just go right to it. I believe the Cincinnati Bengals will select Joe Burrow, the senior quarterback coming out of LSU. I think he will be the news face of the franchise. I think everyone knew this right after the national championship. Um, I like Burrow, but he's not my favorite quarterback in this draft. Tua is, but I will talk more about Tua when we see where he goes. Second pick of the NFL draft goes to the Redskins, and I believe they will... Select Chase Young, um, pass rusher from Ohio State. He's probably the best edge rusher. And a lot of people say he's the best player coming out of this draft. I think he's top three. I don't think he's the best in this draft class, in my opinion. But the third pick goes to the Lions. And they need a lot of help. On the defensive front, but I believe to replace Darius Slay, the Lions will select Jeff Okuda, the cornerback coming out of Ohio State. He is a type of player, right after you draft him, he will make a great impact for your team. If I had to compare him to any other player in the NFL, I would have to compare him to Stefan Gilmore or uh, or Darrell Revis in his prime. And um, the fourth player to be selected is would be Tristan Wirth, the O tackle from Iowa. I believe the Giants need desperately need an O tackle to protect Daniel Jones. They real Daniel Jones, they took a huge risk on him and they have to protect him. So that's why I chose Tristan Wirfs, fourth overall, going to the Giants. Fifth pick, I believe, will be a, a little bit of surprise to most, a player that not a lot of people heard of, but will hear about after Thursday is Justin Herbert, the quarterback from Oregon. He is a great player, a great decision maker. He's not the most accurate, but he probably has the best arm, second best arm, Jordan Jordan Love probably does. But he is a great player. Um, a lot of Dolphins staff have highly praised him and Three or four Dolphin scouts went to his pro day. And there's been a lot of rumors and reports saying that the, that the Dolphins are definitely going to draft him. So I'm going to trust my sources on that one. And for the sixth pick, the NFL draft, I think this is the most important pick 
I believe the Chargers will select the best player in this draft class, Tua. He is the best player by far. He, His ceiling is the highest out of any quarterback in this draft class. Joe Burrow's ceiling is more of a Tony Romo, Kirk Cousins. Tua can be an all-time great. He is, I believe... He is a Russell Wilson. He's very accurate and intelligent and a great decision maker with the ball in his hands. And you don't know what's going to happen when he does have the ball in his hands. And with the seventh pick in the NFL draft, I believe the Panthers will be selecting Isaiah Simmons, the linebacker slash safety, coming out of Clemson. I would call him the switchblade of this draft, the Swift Ar- the Swift Army Knife. He can play anywhere on the field. With Davo Sweeney in Clemson, he played the end linebacker and safety. He mostly played the outside linebacker position. I think that's the best position for him. But he can honestly play anywhere on the defensive side. Um, and the eighth pick of the draft goes to the Cardinals and I believe they will select Jedrick Wills the O tackle I think this is a great pick if they choose to draft him because they need to protect Kyler Murray if they want to improve the team's chances of winning because the quarterback is the most important asset of any team the ninth pick for the NFL draft, I have the Jaguars selecting Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle from South Carolina. The ja- the Jaguars could go in a number of different directions with so many needs to fill, but I think he's a great player for them to regain their identity on defense. Because, if you did not know, they traded away three Pro Bowlers, Calais Campbell, A.J. Bougier, and Jalen Ramsey. They are now rebuilding the Jaguars rather than trying to make the playoffs. And the final pick for my mock draft, I believe the Cleveland Browns will select... Andrew Thomas, the O-tackle, coming out of Georgia. Like I said about Kyler Murray, you have to protect Baker Mayfield. He was harassed all year and wasn't able to get the ball out. I think this is the perfect pick. He is considered him or Tristan Wurst the best tackle in this draft. And a lot of teams need tackles. So, he is a perfect pick for the Browns, and if they draft him, it would really help their team and give them a better chance to make the playoffs. Of our first guest, Russell Campbell, I'd like to talk about a few things about the NFL. First off, if you haven't been living under a rock, you know that Rob Gronkowski, former tight end of the Patriots has been traded 
to the Tampa Buccaneers to rejoin his quarterback, Tom Brady. Um, I think this trade tells us a lot about the Patriots, especially Bill Bill Belichick. Because when you think about the Patriots and the players, you think of their best players of all time are probably Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. And both of them, I think Rob wasn't ready for... I think he was ready for retirement if he had to stay with Bill Belichick his whole career. But it tells us now that he wants to rejoin the NFL to play with another team. It tells us that he was sick of playing with Bill Belichick. He was sick of all the rules and not having fun while winning. And... I have to agree with them. If I can't have fun while winning, why would I want to be there? It's it it's boring and it's not like you put he puts all this work and you can't celebrate at all. So I get why Gronk is going to Tampa with with Tom Brady. And also they have a great coaching staff, including Todd Bowles, defensive coordinator, and Bruce Arians, considered the quarterback whisperer who's now the head coach, second-year head coach, who's um, a little bit more looser than Bill Belichick's my way or the highway type of coaching style. Another point I want to bring up is that I believe the Dolphins will win this draft. They will be considered the winners of this draft because they have 12, first of all, they have 12 picks in this draft, the 2020 draft. Three of them are in the first round. If they want, they could trade one of those picks to get a a better, a Pro Bowl type of player on their defense. And I believe I know they will. They have to select a quarterback in this draft. And my next point is, if I was Joe Burrow, why wouldn't? Why would I want to go the Bengals? Couldn't I just pull off an Eli or John Elway and say, no, I am not playing for this team. This team is too bad. They are garbage. If I was in his position, I would do that. The Bengals are, have no talent for him whatsoever. The defense is horrible. There's not really any good wide receivers anymore. A.J. Green is too old. It's his eighth or ninth season. John Ross gets hurt too much. If I was him, I'd say, no, I'm not going to the Bengals. Because throughout the history of the NFL, I believe it, it, de- it always depends on where the quarterback goes. If he's in a good system with good coaching and players around him, he will flourish. He will do amazing. But if you go to a bad team, you will do horrible. And every year with that bad team, that quarterback will lose more and more confidence about their pl- about the- with their skills and won't be able to perform the way that a lot of GMs and coaches believed 
he could perform and his ceiling will decrease a ton and he'll probably be a bust within four or five years. A great comparison to Joe Burrow is uh, David Carr was drafted first overall by the Texans in 2008. The Texans that year were considered the worst team that year. And he, he got sacked over 50 times in the regular season and was never the same after that. They considered him his ceiling is all-time great. That's what happened. You cannot let that happen with Joe Burrow. He is a good prospect. I consider him a B-plus, B-grade prospect. And he, he, he was on an LSU team, which has NFL prospects everywhere. He has two first-round wide receivers, a great O-line, and I think he's going to be a bust, unfortunately. And um, that's it for me. And uh, right after this, we'll have Russell on to talk about the Patriots. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Jackson Lydon. And our first guest on the J. Lydon Analysis is Russell Campbell. Hello, How everyone. Are you, Russell? I'm doing well, Jackson. Doing well. So today to we're discussing the drafts. It is in yeah. a few days on this Thursday. First question for you, Russell. If you yeah. were in Bill Belichick's position, would you trade up to get a quarterback or would you stay where you are? That's a good question. If I were Bill, I would not trade up for a quarterback. In fact, I don't think he will. Uh, a couple weeks ago on a conference call, when asked about the QB draft class, Belichick said, uh, quote, it has something that it, this, it, ha- it has some interesting depth to it, which implies he's willing to wait until a later round to select a quarterback, which I think he will. Um, so to answer your question, no, I do not think Bill trades up for a quarterback. If anything, either stays at 23 or even trades back to acquire more picks because we know Pats currently don't hold a second round pick. So and I also yeah. think Bill has a history of trading back in the draft. Yeah. So do you think they could get Jordan Love? In the second, it's, if if Jordan Love falls that that low, sure. But if if one team likes Love in the first round, like say, I don't know, say uh say Green Bay, right? Yeah. Or say Green Bay likes Jordan Love. Yeah. At uh, whatever pick they're at, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they take him. Yeah, I like. I think Jordan Love's a very iffy prospect. So right. He's not polished. Some analysts love him, are considering him Ben Roethlisberger, Patrick Mahomes, because of his arm strength. But he could also be a dud like Josh Allen. He definitely could. Yes. Um, I next. I mean, from, from, yeah, from Utah State. You know, you, you yeah. never know, right? You don't know. That's the yeah. thing. Uh, in your opinion, who is the best quarterback in this draft? Well, I think the best QB in this draft is Joe Burrow. He'll go number one overall Cincinnati if he – accepts going to the Bengals. Uh, but I do think the second best QB in the draft is Tua, despite his injury history, uh, because he was just dominant at, at Alabama. And I think he has a bright future in, in the NFL if he can stay healthy. Although I do want to mention another two names who you may call sleepers, but they're still well-known. Uh, I was listening to the radio the other day, and according to an NFL scout, the two quarterbacks who reportedly threw the best at the combine were Jake Fromm from Georgia and Jalen Hurts from Oklahoma. 
So those are two names to keep an eye on. Yeah, Jake Fromm, he was a great high school prospect. Right. I think he was a top 10. And then he had one good year in Georgia. And then after the playoff, it kind of like that one after they lost to Bama just right. fell right. off. So, yeah, he is a good prospect. He's not as accurate and his decision-making isn't the best. But I could see uh -huh. that maybe giving him a year with the Patriots. But, um, right. I mean, I would like Fromm here. I mean, I'm a big fan of Fromm. Uh, I did follow him since high school. He was on that Netflix show. Yes, uh, I was just going to say that. Yes, QB1. Uh, I mean, he looks, he looks like a great leader. I, I think he's a good quarterback. He played at Georgia, the SEC. It's a good conference. Uh, I, think, I, think he's, I think he's promising. So where do you think he would go? Like third or fourth? He's looking at a mid-round pick, right? Round, yeah, okay. Second, maybe second, but probably third, fourth. Or if he slips down to fifth, that'd be good value there. But I don't think he falls that far. When you mentioned, too, his injury history, he had one big injury, and that's it with his hip. He had, he had one big injury, but he had a couple small injuries, too, here and there, which he might have played through, actually. But um, he's kind of regarded as a not like a, a frail prospect, but he's he, not. He, he is kind of injury-prone. I, don't, I wouldn't consider him injury prone. He had one big injury. A lot of a lot of successful quarterbacks have had that one big injury in college, and then yeah. they drop him off. So they go the second or third round, like Aaron Rodgers, Russell uh -huh. Wilson. So uh -huh. I still think he's a. I, in my opinion, he is the best quarterback. He's, his athleticism is off the charts. While he's a great leader, Nick, oh, I totally get it. Nick Saban raved about him in several interviews. He is, a, he is Steve Young-esque. I, I just love him so much. I think He's great at reading defenses, yeah. He really is. Yeah, it's just my opinion. But, and when you play at Alabama, I mean, it yeah. doesn't get really better than that. And I know Alabama's not known for quarterbacks, but – Tua is different, and right. I promise you, if he is on the right team, he will become a pro bowler year two or year three. Mm. I can definitely. I, I'm, kind of, I'm trying to think of like an NFL comparison to Tua. Drew Brees. Drew Brees? Drew Brees, really? A Russell Wilson Drew Brees. That's what I get. Drew Brees is a, some high standards to, to, to live he up is to. He's an extremely accurate um, passer. If you look at his tape. Oh, he is. He's precise. He puts it right where you want it. Yeah. Right. Um, and other quarterback a lot of teams are talking about is Herbert, Justin Herbert from Oregon. What are your thoughts Herbert. on him? My thoughts on Herbert. I think, I mean, I think he's underrated, to be quite honest with you. Like, no one's really talking about Herbert as far as, like, like you know, we mentioned Burrow. We mentioned Tua. Okay. Um, Herbert. Came from Oregon, um, didn't have as much talent as maybe Burrow or Tua did, which makes me think, hey, you know, if you surround him with talent, he can be just as good as those guys. Um, I mean, you just like his poise in the pocket, uh, his athleticism, and his, um, his, his, his big arm. He, he can really chuck it. Yeah, his arm is probably the most, this is best um, quality. Although some scouts do not like that he doesn't, really do well in the big moments with the big team. Oh, okay. That yep. team, the Auburns. Um, I think that's fair. Georgia one year and didn't, and maybe flopped, maybe choked. That's, that's fair. Thing. 
I think he needs to go to a place where he can sit for a year like Patrick Mahomes, like Lamar. Lam- I know Lamar didn't a whole year, but most of the year. Right. I think that's what he needs. I think some players need that to learn the system. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been proven that sitting for a year can really help a quarterback. As you just mentioned, Patrick Mahomes, yes. Aaron Rodgers, you know, those guys. Yeah. Even Brady. Yeah. I I like him a lot. I think he just needs to go the right place. If he got drafted first overall to the Bengals, it would be horrible. Yeah. But it would be horrible. Yeah. If but he, if he went to the Chargers, I, I can see that. Be a lot better. It's in my opinion because they have a lot a lot of talent. Just look at their team. They have several pro bowlers, Keenan Allen, Oh yeah, Keenan. Melvin Gordon and they have Tight end, um, Hunter, Hunter Henry. Henry. Yeah. Great coaching staff, staff and uh, right. GM. If the Chargers just get a quarterback, they're right back in it, you know? Yes. But I don't like – I would not want to see Burrow there. Like, I don't know. I just don't like Burrow. I feel like he's a little Tim Tebow-ish. In Tim my, Tebow? Because he was such – he was on a – the team he was on was so talented. Yeah. I just I think he's just it's like he's putting like a disguise on and then when he goes no, on like right. a real NFL team, he's not gonna have two for two first round wide receivers on his team. I don't know, Justin and yeah. great coaching staff like Brad, Joe Brady. Yeah, going to the NFL now. Yeah, I can't. I don't see it going well. But my next question for you, Russell. Yeah. Is what if you were Bill Belichick and you stayed, like you said, twenty third overall pick? Yeah. Who would you draft? All right. So, first of all, I don't think there's one name, um, and I don't mean bring up just like random names, but I kind of have to here. So, yeah. a few potential fits according according to need are uh, Calevon Chasen, an outstanding edge rusher from LSU, who, if he drops to twenty three, would be a tough pick for Bill to pass on. Uh, he kind of. Reminds me of, of uh, Chandler Jones a few years back. Yeah. Uh, and my next guy is linebacker Zach Vaughn um, out of Wisconsin. Yes, I also had to be, him too. Who projects to be a late first round to early second round pick. Um, Vaughn has athleticism, versatility, and football and uh, a football IQ to seemingly uh, replace Kyle Van Noy on the Pats defense. Yeah. And, like- and, and yeah, and one, one more name I want to bring up uh, is guard Cesar Ruiz out of Michigan who could potentially slide in at a starting guard role if the Pats decide to move on from Joe Tooney this offseason. So I think that could be a potential pick, too. Yeah, I actually liked your second pick with Wisconsin, the linebacker. He's a great player. Last season, 12 12 and a half sacks, 19 and a half total tackles for a loss. I think he'd be a great player for this team because, like Russell said, Kyle Van Noy has left – and right. Jamie Collins and Eldon Roberts. So I think it's a perfect right. pick. Right. Can I bring up one more name too? Yes, one more. I love one more name is Kenneth Murray, a rangy explosive linebacker from Oklahoma, who would project as a real fun tool next to Dante Hightower. Another so I think the linebackers. Yeah. Yeah. I think linebacker linebacker is the most important. I also want to bring up another linebacker. Sure. Patrick Queen from LSU. LSU. Very good. He's projected to go mid-round, first mid-first round. Got he it. could drop off. 
I think he's a very he reminds he's like of um, a Reuben Foster. Oh, but, yeah. We both had some guys from LSU and uh, yeah. Wisconsin, which I LSU think some is, similarities there. Yeah, LSU is a very talented team. Next question for you, Russell. Yeah. Is what does Belichick have to address to have a sex, successful season this year without Tom Brady? Well, that's a good question. Um, and I think this team does have a lot of needs. Um, I think there are needs almost everywhere from wide receiver to linebacker to tight end to quarterback. And I think this team is all set at cornerback, safety, and running back. And I want to bring up one more point. Yep. I'm just hesitant on Belichick drafting a wide receiver early in this draft because Belichick seems to struggle eval evaluating talent at the wide receiver position. Because, for example, he took Nikhil Harry last year in the first round, and he passed on guys like D.K. Metcalf, Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, a handful of, of, of rookie wide receivers who all outplayed Harry in the rookie seasons. So I'd rather Belichick go defense in the first round, draft a quarterback in mid to late round to compete with Stidham, and then I'd also love to see him address the glaring need at tight end at some point in the future. Yeah, I think that was a big – I was really surprised last year that he didn't draft anyone to replace Gronkowski. Oh, I know. I I really liked the tight end from Iowa last year who was drafted by the Lions. Hawkinson? Yes. He would have been perfect for the Patriots. Yeah. And maybe Brady would have stayed if Belichick drafted or signed or acquired maybe a tight end or another wide receiver. Totally agree. I mean, you can't you can't get get by with Matt Lacoste. You know, as good as Ben Watson was, he, he was really old. I mean, yeah, I just don't think he can do that. Yeah. Um, do you – for the quarterback, you think they should stay with Stidham this whole year? I, I think they should draft one mid to late round, have him compete with Stidham, and see who wins out. So, I, as I mentioned, I do like Fromm. Um, I, don't, I, I don't see them, like, trading up for a quarterback. So, I'm thinking – kind of like a sleeper guy, um, yeah. which I don't have any specific names, but I know Bill likes to, you know, like he got to Garoppolo, what was it? Second, was that second well, East Illinois. Right, like a, kind of a no-namer like that who, who could kind of come in, compete with Stidham, yeah. give him a run for his money. I could see that. I could see him maybe trading up, not to the first round, but the early second round for okay. a quarterback. If someone I see that too. Off. I see like that too. A Jordan Love, maybe even Herbert. We don't really know where if Herbert falls that in. low. Yeah. I don't think he's in the. I think the lowest Herbert goes is 15 or 20. Right. I, yeah, he's not. Yeah. But I do want to talk more about Jordan Love. Let's hear about Jordan do Love. Do you see him as a potential fit in, in New England? I don't know. Not, not really. I don't think Bill Belichick has never been into the guy the big guy with the huge arm. We've seen that yeah. in the past with Ryan Mallett. It doesn't work. It didn't work, yeah. Um, he, go, he went to Utah State, which is not a well-known school. You can make that argument, but I just – you can compare yeah. him to Kaepernick, but he has a stronger arm, a little bit more athletic, a little bigger. Not a bad comparison. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about him? I agree with you. I think he's very raw. He's gonna. He's a project. He needs like a couple of years to uh, learn the system, become a better passer of the football, and just uh, like again, if they were to draft him, 
I don't think he's ready now. Yeah, his ceiling, I think, is Carson Wentz. I love Carson Wentz, but Carson Wentz did a lot of work this past few years with his with his um, accuracy with the ball. Right. But, I mean, Carson Wentz was like an MVP candidate one year before he tore his ACL. Yeah, he was so good that oh. – 2017, right? Yeah. Believe. Yeah. But um, I think I agree with you with – but I do – with the Patriots, what they should do. But I also want to bring up the offensive line. Let's it's do a little, it. It's a little iffy. Don't you think yeah. with their uh, right guard not being there the, whole, right. the entire season pretty much because the blood cl- clots in his lungs? Right. Do you think they should draft an O-lineman or should they right. stick to the quarterback? And do- right. Uh, as I previously brought up, or, or we, we can talk about what you, what you just brought up. Uh, David Andrews, right? Yeah. Had blood clots in his lungs. Uh, hopefully he, he's able to come back next year and um, come back to where – because they, they lost Ted Karras to Miami. So hopefully Andrews can come in and, uh, and you know, be just as good as he was pre-injury. However, if he can't, as I mentioned, um, a guy like Cesar Ruiz from Michigan, uh, I, I could see him coming in, sliding right in at starting guard uh, if they decide to, to move on from either Joe Tooney, who they franchise, or if Andrews can't, can't make it. Okay. I think that that was um, a problem that not a lot of people noticed this past season. Brady, although the wide receivers were bad, he couldn't get the ball out, I felt like. Yeah, he needed more time. Yeah. He needed a lot more time. But thank you, Russell. You've um, – thank you for your expertise. With Hey, thanks for having me on, Jackson. No problem. On the next J-Light Analysis podcast, I will be talking to Santa Clara basketball commit Cam Tung about the NBA – the future of the G League and college basketball in general and how it feels to be in the AAU circuit and have a lot of college recruits looking at you. And that's all for the first episode of J-Line Analysis.